What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're looking at the very last chapter of 2 Corinthians. We're looking at chapter 13, and there's a few themes and really relevant words that I think we can apply to our life today. Yeah, one of the first ones that I kind of noticed as I was reading was how Paul kind of has this parental theme almost with the Corinthians, how they've walked together now for some time. This is his, um, you know, he's written letters to them. He's talking about coming back for this third visit. And as he's talking, he's kind of saying like, um, get ready because it might not be pretty. And it just made me laugh a little bit. Uh, I actually grew up sharing a bedroom with my younger sister and we had um, a two-story house and our bedroom was upstairs. And when we wouldn't be going to sleep right away, I could just hear our parents, don't make us come up there. And, and that's sure. kind of the theme. Don't make uh, me put my foot down. A little bit of what you hear, just Paul's love for the Corinthians. And in that... I brought um, you into this world. I'll take you out of it. <laughs> I don't know if it's that serious. Oh. but <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Paul as... Um, yeah, as just this loving parental figure to them saying, I, I kind of like what we said last time, I want you to be a spotless bride um, before the father. And so in that, he's saying, please uh, examine yourselves yeah, in verse, verse five. five. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? And so there's a call to check yourself. Yeah, right. And we don't want to do that. I mean, even the super apostles that that Paul is referring to here, they're the ones, you know, kind of pointing out Paul and they're, it, we're so good at examining other people, aren't we? Just kind of mm-hmm. in our day to day, like we examine our spouse or, I mean, we're not really getting out of the house, but others, or maybe our kids where we can examine other people, you know, all the time, but Paul's I'm really good at making judgments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, instead of that, it's actually a call for self-examination. And what does that look like? Yeah, it's just asking ourselves this question, is is what I'm thinking and saying and doing true? Yeah. Does it line up with God's word? And the even at a deeper level, though, the question is, what's my motivation for what I'm right. thinking, saying, and doing? Because you can do spiritual, quote-unquote, religious things right. and totally miss the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what's my motivation for that? So one of the, the, the things that came to my mind is Pastor CJ taught a class on technology a while back in that he's talking about posting to social media. And I remember in the office, he ran these questions by me and he's like, Clark, uh, these are the questions I, I'm encouraging people to ask themselves before they post. And so yeah, talk about helpful. examining yourself mm-hmm. when it comes to social media, ask yourself these questions. Am I seeking approval? Like, am I looking for likes to know that people like my picture? They're looking at my, my, my blog or my pictures or whatnot. Number right. two, am I boasting? Do I want people to know how amazing I am? Right. How awesome usually, my life usually is? that one. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Number three, <laughs> am I discontent? Am I bored? Am I looking for something to do? Mm-hmm. Will this give me fulfillment? Uh, number four, is this a moment to protect? Sometimes there are, are moments that, um, should be kept to your your others, your your significant others, right. your friends. There's an intimate moment right. there that, oh, no, we'll get lots of clicks. Let's put this up. Right. It didn't really happen because I didn't share it. That's right. Oh, wait. Number five, is this kind? So one, am I seeking approval? Number two, am I boasting? Number three, am I discontent right now? Number four, is this a moment to protect? Number five, is this kind? And so, yeah, it's just valid questions to ask ourselves. Right. And if you're not on social media, I don't... 
that's one of the just like a little example that Clark and I have uh, encountered or um, some folks have shared with us is is how sometimes we don't even realize until we actually stop and, and do some self-reflection and actually check in. I remember this gal um, was just talking about how she would bake things or make food and give them to folks. And essentially at the root and at the heart of that, it wasn't really a, a gift. It was an act of service. It was her own way. Yeah. She would just talk about how it was so significant to her that people would tell her how good her cooking was mm-hmm. and how, how what she did for them was just so awesome and her cooking was so good and essentially um that became her motivation for doing it is is just to hear like how good it tastes and And so and to give her total total kudos she was examining herself exactly in the moment she's realizing oh my goodness i'm missing it here right yeah i'm missing it here the the second verse that really stuck out to us came from verse seven and if you read that just Two verses later, it says, Now we pray to God that you will not do anything wrong, not so that people will see that we have stood the test, but so that you will do what is right, even when we may, even though we may seem to have failed. Now, this is the one that really hit me in the heart. Kind of a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. Um, If you think about it in the Bible, the, the prophets, God was giving them a word, and they were supposed to go preach this word, usually of judgment, to others. And then these guys got killed, chased, beheaded, tortured, left out in some cave or desert, and they never actually even got to see their word come to fruition. Right. You talk about a crappy job. Right. Generations later, hundreds of years later, when it's actually so. Um, yeah, I, I think I've fulfilled. heard. I think I've heard you right, God. But then I actually don't get to see this come to fruition. It feels like I failed. Um, we've got a couple other modern examples we thought about. Bob, yeah. what do you think? So, um, I mean, Abraham Lincoln and just his time uh, being president, how what a time of just total conflict across the nation within his own heart, maybe his family, but just total, it looks like turmoil from the outside, literally a nation at war against itself. And, and then he gets assassinated and he's not even able to see the good that has come from what happened when he was president. Mm-hmm. And we were saying the same thing about um, about Martin Luther King and about just fighting, fighting for these rights and these enormous issues and being a person that literally, I mean, Paul's saying this too, that would stand up even though it looks like um, you've failed, even though it looks like, um, even though it doesn't look like what you think it should, yeah. and then not being able to see the good that's come on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And these are obviously pretty extreme examples that we've just given you. But this is really the life um, of a Christian. When you follow the Holy Spirit's leading, he often guides and directs. He might give you a name of someone that kind of, quote unquote, randomly comes to your mind. I think that's often the Holy Spirit working. And you're like, what well, should I text them? Should I not? I invite them to group. They didn't respond. Did I fail? Did I mess up? Like there's a huge gray area yeah. when you're living in the moment and you're trying to follow the Holy Spirit's leading. Yeah. Like, like you just said, Bob, like this did not turn out the way I thought it was supposed to. And so I remember back to one of our last prayer and worship services before we had to hit pause with the quarantine. We were worshiping, and I tried to pray in difference. Like, God, right now, what do you want for this night? How would you have us worship? How would you have us pray? And the song came into my my ear and my heart. This is the air I breathe. And I felt the Lord whisper to me, Clark, someone in here can't breathe. 
Like they're literally mm-hmm. having a hard time breathing. And so we just hit pause in the middle of the service. And whenever this happens, it's, you're on a, the ledge and you're like, am I going to jump? Am I crazy? Did I mishear this? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, God, we're going to go for it. And you got to have your way here. So I get up there and say, hey, I think someone here's having a hard time breathing. And when you say it like that, it sounds kind of silly. Right. You're not at the pool or something. Yeah. You're like, uh, does anyone need prayer for breathing? And of course, there's crickets for like 10 seconds. Super awkward. And you're like, well, great. I just missed the mark. I look like an idiot. <laughs> and then someone in the back raises their hand. And they said, yeah, I actually feel like I have this huge pressure on my chest, blah, blah, blah. It was awesome. The worship leaders transitioned and sang, this is the air I breathe. This person that got to experience healing, but was even better in a more learning, for a greater learning moment for me is the next day I checked my email and I got an email from someone else in the congregation that night that did not raise their hand. And it was such an emotional email. And she said, that was for me. Mm. I've been battling depression and anxiety for so long and I can't breathe. I feel like I had this huge weight on my chest. And the second you said that, I felt like I could just burst out in tears. And so while the prayer ministers were ministering to the one person who had their hand up in the back, that's fantastic. This other gal on the other side of the sanctuary was receiving healing and blessing from God himself. The Holy Spirit was just working on her. So Mm -hmm. my learning in that was to my eye, I was like, great. You know, I'm not sure if anybody's actually tracking with me. Maybe I misheard. There's one person. Awesome. But to find out that I heard it correctly and that someone else didn't even raise their hand. So there are times, this is going to get really practical here. When you pray and you're saying, God, how would you have me pray today? Who should I bless? Who do I need to encourage? Mm -hmm. There's going to be moments where you actually follow and walk in faith and the response and even the event is not going to be what you expected it to be. And it, it's easy to get discouraged. Right. It really is. But don't, because even though when it seems you have failed, God seems to be working. And so I want to encourage you today as you think about this practically and how you're going to live this out, take a leap of faith. If it if it honors God and it lines up with his word, if Jesus Christ modeled this or spoke on it, and if otherwise Christian counsel blesses it, think it, say it, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all we have for that wraps up the whole book of Second Corinthians. So uh, next time you hear from us, we'll be moving into Galatians. Yep, I think it's Galatians. That's okay. right. Okay. Hey, stay tuned, everyone. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for listening, And if guys. you're, again, looking for a church service, tune in to erc.la on Sunday. God, God bless, bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.